welcome to our new leadership podcast called A Cup of Leadership with Dean Keys and Dean Sarah. So we're kicking this off. This is a totally new concept and we're super excited about it. Uh, but this will be a, a bi-weekly podcast where we interview former alums of the AELP program and that is the uh, Arupe Emerging Leaders Program and other influential people in our community to gain their perspective on leadership, serving others and everything in between. Uh, so I'm gonna kick it over to Dean Sarah, who's gonna uh, introduce our, our first guest today. Thank you, Dean Keys. I am super excited today and I can speak probably on your behalf too. Um, our next three guests are um, the reason why I'm super excited, not only that they are alums of Arupe College, but they're also very um, ingrained in the fabric of our community as leaders through the Arupe Emerging Leaders Program, through orientation, through student government. And um, they have a really cool organization that they just started and uh, really intrigued and want to hear more about their work, um, the new uh, nonprofits called SPM or serving people with a mission. So, you know, I, you know, I think it's a natural way to kind of kick it off. Why don't you just tell us what SPM is about? I can take the lead on that one. Um, so SPM is basically a nonprofit organization that is tailored to serve the youth. Through SPM, what we're looking to do is become a liaison position and where we can take students from the ages of 18 to 20 for the first cohort and actually just develop them to be better leaders. We're gonna teach them personal development skills, how to tell their story effectively so that they can um, relate their passions to the career field that they're choosing, um, to any volunteer experience that they're taking. And what and after that, we just ask them to become really involved with their, their, their community. So there's a two-part aspect to our program. We're asking them to attend these seminars, but at the same time, um, be hands-on. Find a community that um, really tailors to their passions, that speaks to them, that they can do research on, that they can stand behind, and that they can work with, right? Because that's how you become an effective leader. Of course, you can get um, lessons and personal development workshops. And that's all great, but we really feel like the most effective work comes from boots on the ground. And that's your firsthand experience, right? But also push them to, um, you know, step outside of their comfort zone, volunteer with an organization that they, they love, they heard about that they've researched and then come back to us at the end of the program and tell us what their experience was like. Um, so we're very excited. We're, I think we've always been excited to um, be part of the larger Chicago community. And this is a way we can do that. We can connect to organizations that are standing and partner with them and hopefully connect these students to those organizations because they speak to those needs and you know they speak to the needs of Chicago. And that's what we're really trying to do to answer to this change um, that is needed that I think our world has seen this past year, you know, how new leadership needs to kind of evolve and really make it stand. And that's what we're trying to do here at SPM. That's great. Thanks, Valeria. I, I like that idea of like boots on the ground. These are, are folks that are a part of the community and they're just willing to serve and, and kind of just um, do the work. So uh, I love that. And I'm curious, uh, our other two guests are Jacques Stefanik and Carlos Martinez. 
I'm curious how um, your time at Arupe Emerging Leaders Program or the ALP program impacted your leadership development and thinking about how you wanted to, um, you know, create SPM. So, you know, I think, I think when we first started a, uh, the Arupe Emerging Leaders Program back in 2018, it was a while ago, uh, I think one of the first things, at least I heard, was that everyone is a leader. Everyone's already a leader. And I think that's inspiring in itself because um, everyone is already a leader. Um, you just got to develop on the skills like Valeria was talking about. You got to learn about ways to become a better leader. You basically just got to learn about your own leadership ways. You got to learn about other people's leadership ways. And you basically just got to mend them together. And I think the Rupe Emerging Leaders Program was the perfect recipe to um, helping people like me um, and other students at Rupe College at the time. Um, learn about their leadership skills and also learning about other people's leadership skills because um, at least I think from this program that being a leader is also just working with other leaders because like you have to you know cooperate you have to work with um, and you have to compromise with other leaders as well to you know meet a common goal and um, that's something in SPM that, that we're really pushing on we're making sure that um, you know we have the leadership skills that we need to you know pursue our goals but you know we have to work together and we have to compromise so I think that's a really big takeaway from um, the ALP program is compromising, you know, just working with people that um, are very different from you, but, you know, at the same time, they're not very different from you because you're both leaders or not both, but you're all leaders. So um, I think the Arupe Emerging Leaders program has really helped me um, and many others, you know, understand ourselves and understand myself more in terms of um, how I work together with other people and um, how I see myself as a leader and how I see other people as a leader, because I'm, um, you know, like we said earlier, we're all leaders. Yeah, I like that. It sounds like one of the biggest takeaways is the opportunity to collaborate with other other students and other leaders. And um, maybe that was kind of like the first, you know, stepping stone to SPM and being able to to work with other students, right? And other, other leaders who are interested in uh, creating an impact. Yeah. I think another thing that really resonates with me, Jock, and what you said was like, everyone is a leader and they just kind of have to tap into that leadership and, and figure out what, what skills and what talents that you have that you can contribute uh, to others, but also figuring out like your inner passions, right? So yesterday uh, we had a really cool uh, guest speakers from Altspace, which is another uh, nonprofit uh, organization uh, in Chicago. And we talked about the concept of community um, and it not necessarily being uh, just a community in space, like I'm next to this person, uh, but a community of, of shared ideas, right? A community of shared values. And I think that's what I'm uh, gathering from you and Valeria and Carlos and, and SPM. So I'm curious as to like, what are you, what are you hoping to, to give back to the community? So a part something that we're wanting people to really take from this is the fact that we are leaders. You don't have to wait till you're 45 and you feel like you have your life together to be a leader, right? Um, I think a part of that is the collaboration um, aspect that we're, we're trying to really elaborate on because people feel like they have to be a leader on their own and you don't. Like there are people there that have the same aligned passions and, you know, they want the same goal and goal. You just have a different way of approaching it. But if you collaborate together, um, you can really make the most effective change. So as for me, I just want 
to build a program where people can come in, learn the basics, the basics to become a great leader, how to defend themselves, how to tell their story so that they can leave and collaborate with others who have those same ideals, those same passions. Um, and just this idea of compromising, I'll take it back to what Jacques was saying, you know, uh, us three, we're, we did meet at Arupe, we have the same values, we have the same end goal, but our approach is so different. Um, we are completely different, we have completely different leadership styles. And that's something we really want to make a, we want people to see, we want people to see that we don't have to be exactly the same in order for us to have the same end goal, that we're all different. We all have something different to bring to the table, but that makes us even better together, right? Um, so as far as collaborating with our communities, we just want a sense of unity. You know, we live in a great city with a lot of great co uh, community organizations already, but there's not this united front that we have, right? Because we're always told that we're so different from each other. This part of the city lacks this, this part of the city lacks this sort of leadership. and that's not in a sense yes we we don't we don't really resonate our neighbors but that doesn't make our collaboration um impossible right we can find common ground we can build together and we can build the change so we just want to make change united change is and the easiest also, way to put it just to add on a little quickly before we move on to the next question um i like um because like valeria carlos and i always talk about like you know how um, the city is like a complex place and uh, we got a one reason why the three of us work together is because we came to compromise with each other we came to understand each other and um, you know we just poured in our leadership ideas and collectively and um, I think that's something that we want to extend um, as a practice for other people like you know uh, ways of leaderships um, aren't just you know just top heavy where there's like one person or I guess a small group of people on the top who are like managing or telling um, everyone what to do um, but more, it's more of a community thing where the group of people who live in the community, who live in the city, who live in the neighborhood are basically making their own decisions. Um, and I, I used to work at Columbia before I came to Rupe, and my boss used to always tell me at the time, don't be a manager, be a leader. And I always think that resonated with me. Don't be a manager, be a leader, because those are really different, um, really different definitions, but um, also really similar because people would say, oh, a manager is a leader because, you know, they're in charge of the, the, the company or they're in charge of their team. Um, but, you know, I don't really think that, you know, managers, some managers are not leaders, but, you know, managers can be leaders. So I think um, in the terms of like, you know, management and like, you know, um, I guess, I guess managerial leadership, like you have to, you have to look at it in the way of, um, that you know you don't have to manage a group of people you have to lead a group of people but at the same time where you're not in front of them you're with them you're walking with them at the same time and that's where the term or not term but slogan walking hand in hand comes in because you know we don't want to walk in front of people saying hey you know follow us it's like we want to walk with y'all because we're not you know we're not trying to manage we're not trying to you know just tell people what to do we want to walk with everyone so we can you know, solve our, you know, issues in our city, issues in our world as an organization, as a community. Nice. I really like that slogan too, walk hand in hand. I think that's, um, when I think of leadership, I think of, uh, I think of that. I think of a person as a part of a group, um, but inspiring that group and walking with them. Um, so it's, it's kind of, it sounds like you're modeling the behavior that you, you want to see in other people uh, in your collaboration with the other leaders of SPM. Um, so 
I don't know, this is so inspirational. Um, and I think the next question I want to ask you, because this is such a, a interesting time uh, with COVID and the pandemic and racial injustice and there, I feel like there's so many things that are being thrown our way on uh, these past couple of years. I'm curious as to like, ha like had, has COVID changed your approach to leadership or developed new leadership skills? Um, and did it affect like your creation in this organization as well? Yeah, so we created SPM in the midst of a pandemic. We actually started a year ago around this time. And, you know, something that really motivated us to start a nonprofit in the middle of everything that was happening of summer, the summer of 2020 uh, was the fact that we needed new change. We needed new leadership and we needed people to step up. And there were willing people that were willing to step up. They just didn't know how or didn't have a place to go to in order to make the most effective change. So it, for me, it has made a very big difference in the way that I see leadership in a sense that now I see leadership as more strategic, right? So how can I, how can we build a program, SPM build a program that really resonates with every individual? We're also different. How can we create a space in which they feel safe sharing, you know, what drives them, their stories, you know? their individual talents and then apply that somewhere else. So for me, being a leader and walking hand in hand with somebody means really looking at them for who they are individually um, and focusing on that person. Even if it means like spending an hour on the phone, it, whatever length of time, you know, everybody has something so different to offer. And I think the only way we can be effective as a program is if we really enhance everybody's talents, right? And if we take the time to listen to them because everybody comes with different needs, with different ideas, and they're, they're good ideas. We just need to find an effective plan, you know, um, that works for them. So uh, for me, it's made it more strategic. It's made me become a better listener because leading is listening. You don't necessarily have to be doing anything. You can be listening to an individual and that's a form of leadership. You know, it's not top heavy. You don't have to be making all the calls. You can just have these one-on-one -on -one conversations, put an effective uh, plan into order and then see the results play out for themselves. So it's been a lot about listening, understanding and then working together, a lot of collaboration. and you know, with all the injustices that have been happening forever, but especially, you know, that were highlighted, especially in the summer, I think that's something so important, just to listen to people, to be able to collaborate with people and do so in a respectful manner. Um, so it's, it's definitely changed my view in a sense that now, um, I feel like it's more holistic for myself. Like I know that I have to treat every individual that I come to contact with as that an individual first and then, um, you know, a leader second because that's how we make the most effective change. Yeah, I really like that, um, Valeria, the idea that listening is a form of leadership, right? Sometimes that can go such a long way for somebody and being present with them. And like you said, walking hand in hand, 
you know, it, it's, it's just a supportive, empathetic way of, of being um, that I really, I resonate with that. Um, the other piece that I think uh, that stood out to me was talking about being strategic. I feel like this pandemic has forced people to be very strategic because um, being on Zoom is exhausting, you know, trying to, um, you know, balance your safety and also, you know, being social at the same time and, and not wanting to lose connections. Like you have to be very strategic. And I think it's, it's uh, kind of peeled away a lot of layers in people and just left us with this rawness of humanity um, mm. that I think requires a lot of listening and being present with others. So thanks, I really appreciate that. Um, so I, I'm curious, we always kind of look towards the future. How do you think after this pandemic, hopefully it'll end shortly, but, um, how do you think SPM was going to change after that? You know, since it was created, like you said, in the middle of a pandemic last year, how do you anticipate uh, there being change after this? Um, this is something that um, I think about a lot because, um, you know, we started SPM because of, um, you know, the things that were going on around us. But, you know, we really hit the ground running when the pandemic hit. And um, the events, and um, I'll say in the middle of 2020 happened with um, the racial um, inequalities. And that those are the reasons why we really hit the ground running. Environment around us was actively changing a lot. So in a way we're flexible to what's going on around us. Like if there's something that happens and we are able to like bounce back and respond to like, at least we try to respond to that issue. Um, so honestly, it's like, this is what I normally tell people, like, I can't, it's like hard for me, at least for to predict the future of SPM, because I'm not sure of the external environment, like what's going to happen in the next few hours, what's going to happen in the next few days, what's going to happen in the next few months, because anything could happen. Like, uh, about a year ago from this time is when, you know, um, the pandemic first hit, and then, you know, universities were sending students home. And um, it was, it was immediate, it was sudden. And, you know, we had to bounce back, you know, we, while we were going home, while I was going home from campus, you know, Valeria Carlos and I were talking about SPM and how we could, you know, bounce back to the current situation. Um, and, you know, when the events happened in May, um, you know, we were also talking about how could we bounce back to the situation. And when the events happened over the summer um, with, um, you know, the, the protesting and the rioting in the city, we were bouncing back and seeing what we can do to try to like, you know, to try to be involved and try to respond to these issues. And, you know, we didn't predict this at all. And, um, you know, it was difficult because, you know, it happened immediately. But, um, you know, we really wanted to make sure that, you know, we were listening to others, but we were also, um, you know, understanding the situation. And it, it's really hard to, you know, understand the, the situation, especially when we're in a Zoom world. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's hard for me to say that. Maybe Valeria has a better answer um, on her end. But, you know, I, I feel like, at least for me, it's hard to at least predict the future of SPM because, you know, we're really flexible. We're really flexible. Like whatever happens in the future is like what we really gear our energy around. If that makes any sense. Yeah. yeah, It's completely true. I don't, we are flexible, right? That's the why we created it. We wanted something that was flexible and can reflect its environment. So however the world looks next, I can reassure you that we'll look, we'll tailor our program to look like that, to fit those needs and to, um, give people the space where they can talk about what's happening. Um, so I think Jacques did a great job answering that. Yeah, 
Yeah, it sounds like you're the like the the premise of the organization of SPM is to, to be very versatile and to to respond to to what's around you, uh, right? Um, so I think that that's awesome. I think it also it sounds like it also taught you and is teaching all of us like resilience and how to how to push forward, um, even with all of these external factors kind of bringing us down. Um, in, in effect, yeah, I, I think resilience is a, is the perfect word to explain it. I think that's the perfect word. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, it's it's testing my resilience and and uh, the the community at Arupe is, is resilience too. Uh, but we're still pushing forward um, and more, even more inspired with stories like SPM too. So, um, our final question for you all um, is around uh, giving back. Um, we have a, a really great cohort of uh, leaders in our AELP uh, program this year. And um, one of the things that they shared was like, we wanna hear from alums. We want to know um, some advice. Uh, so thinking back when you were a first year student, cause they're in their second semester of their first year, they started college via online on Zoom. Like if you had to tell your younger self some advice on leadership skills, like what would you tell yourself? At least I would tell myself back in 2017, I was such a long time ago when I first started at Arupe, uh, when I was finishing up high school, you know, you're entering a, a new world that's really different. Um, and you're just meeting a lot of new people, hundreds of new people you're gonna be around when you go to Arupe. Um, and, at least something that I would, you know, continue to tell myself is just take advantage of the opportunities that are around, you know, Rupa has hundreds of opportunities for students. And I mean, hundreds, I mean, a lot. And I mean, literally hundreds, because, um, you know, you have, you can choose to join many organizations, and not just many organizations at Rupa, you have the opportunities and resources at the, um, the greater university, Loyola University of Chicago. Um, and also in terms of giving back, I, I always like, you know, thought about um, what if I do something? Do I deserve compensation for it? Do I deserve payment? Uh, I mean, you know, you don't always, you know, need to receive some sort of payment or compensation for doing some sort of service. Like, you know, I, I think Arupe really taught me um, that, you know, there are some things that you can just do pro bono. You got to do it for free sometimes. And when I was in student government, um, I was like, I'm fine with I'm fine with not getting paid. Like, I really appreciate it. The fact that I was able to give back to my community in a different form of payment, you know, um, basically just through service. And um, a lot of people would say, well, you know, um, these positions are like a lot of work. You have to, you know, dedicate a lot of time. And, you know, it, it's it's difficult sometimes. And um, I was actually I didn't really care that I wasn't, you know, receiving some sort of conversation. I was like, actually, I'm taking a lot away from this because I'm getting a lot of leadership skills. I'm meeting a lot of people. I'm just learning more about myself for free in a way. So in a way, like I should have been paying a repay in, in another way, but you know, that wasn't the case. But um, I just feel like um, students should just pay more attention to like, you know, the community service aspect and like giving back in a way where um, you put as much work at and um, you put as much work into a job as if you were getting paid for it. Um, I think that's something that I taught myself. And I think that's something that um, I continue to teach myself because um, you know, we don't get paid in SPM um and you know it's something that i learned that i you know that we don't really always need to get paid for things that we do and um you know you just continue to push yourself to you know you know do all of these things and you know just learn more about yourself and um 
yeah, basically just, you know, just learn these leadership skills through, um, through all of the opportunities that are available to you. Yeah, and as for me, well, I'm a first generation student. Um, so I just want to reiterate the fact that you can make a change, right? My biggest advice, if I could go back to 2018, which was a little bit ago, I'm not gonna say a long time ago, right? Um, if I could go back to the time, I, I could just reassure myself that what I have to say does matter, you know, that when people say that, they're not saying it lightly. When I heard it from the deans at Arupe, from the faculty at Arupe, like what you say matters, like use those resources that Jacques was talking about, join the extracurricular activity, join student government. Uh, maybe it's not student government, join DASO, join something that resonates with what you want to do um, outside of your career. Because I think, yes, we live in a world where it's like, go to college, get a stable career, but you learn quickly that a career is not everything. If you don't have something that you're really passionate about, um, then you can kind of get drained with all the work that comes with college, right? Um, so just, I wanna reiterate one more time, what you say does matter, but in order for you to make that change happen, you have to take advantage of the resources that you have at hand. So that means joining a club, that means talking to, you, to your faculty and, and at Arupe to the deans. Um, if you have an idea that's already not implemented, make sure you're the one that's implementing it. You have the choice to do that, right? Um, and just know that you belong, like you belong there. There's, you are resilient. And I promise you that whatever you do moving forward, um, if you do it with the right intention, it's gonna make a great impact. Um, so just know that you are a leader already before you even completed the program, before you even graduate from Arupe, you are a leader and you know, what you're doing right now is going to build up those uh, leadership skills. So why not take advantage of everything you have, um, you know, in front of you? Yeah. And, and just one more thing I just popped in my head when Valeria was talking um, that when you join these activities, like, you know, clubs and organizations, you build your network. Um, mm -hmm. And I think networking is just super important. Um, I, last night, another Arupe student, Sebastian and I were, were hosting a panel um, with, um, with Julie Garcia and, um, it was a networking event and it's really just bringing people together and just, you know, helping people, you know, learn more about each other, you know, and just like opening these doors of opportunity for other people. And it's all about networking. And, uh, you know, Valeria Carlos and I met each other through one organization and it was through networking in a way. Um, like if we never networked together, we never would have been here, you know, talking about SPM in this podcast, but, um, you know, it exists because we were networking, we got to know each other. So, I think networking is also very important in, this, in the terms of, um, you know, giving back and uh, community service. Yeah, you're already connected to the leaders of tomorrow. So make sure you take advantage of that. And not in a way that you're taking advantage of a person, but really make meaningful connections with the people around you because who knows, maybe you're starting a, an organization two years from now, a year from now, or maybe you're just really good friends with influential people. and. You know, I can say that I am and I have great partners. So that's that was I was going to uh, pull it back to that point what Jack was making, like uh, this SPM is a product of networking and taking advantage of the opportunities that are around you. Um, thank you all for for joining us, for in sh telling us a little bit more about SPM, telling us how um, 
how influential the leadership program at Arupe was and Arupe, your experience at Arupe was. Um, if people wanted to find out more information about uh, serving people with a mission, how would they find that out? So you can actually follow us on social media. Our best way to get in touch with us is through Instagram. So SPM Leads, we have a link tree in our bio um, that can lead you to our website, which you know tells us about our mission and our vision statement. Um, we can also go to servingpeoplewiththemission.org. Um, that's just the website itself. Um, but yeah, follow us on social media as SPM Leads and you can find us on our website as well. Awesome. They got a website, Instagram, DM them, get to know them. They're amazing people with so much passion. Um, and I'm so happy we were able to bring them uh, for our first podcast. Um, think Sarah, did you want to? Yeah, no, I think this is just, uh, I, I was so touched and uh, excited to spend this time with you. It went by so fast. And um, I learned so much more about your organization and just can't wait to see, um, you know, what more you'll put out there. And um, I hope our students will also take advantage of expanding their network as we kind of talked about and touched upon today, because um, they are already in your network as alums of Arupe College. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us today. I really love spending time with, with you both and, you know, talking about our experiences. So thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. I, I really like this. I think this is a really fun way to, you know, I guess network <laughs> newly, you know, this is a new way of networking in a way because, you know, we live in um, the Zoom world. So I really appreciate y'all putting this together and definitely, you know, let me and Valeria or Carlos know if y'all need anything else because, like, you know, we're definitely always trying to give back to y'all because y'all gave something to us that's really valuable. Oh, we're here for you. <laughs> Ditto. Um, well, that that concludes our first podcast of A yeah. Cup of Leadership. Um, tune in next time in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs>